Welcome to Combo's Court. Welcome to Combo's Court. Welcome to Combo's Court Podcast. <laughs> Combination, what up, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome to episode 185. You heard that right, episode 185 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Reminder, reminder, don't forget to rate, review, punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Today's show is a recording from the MVP Podcast with Max Van Auken. That's right. I return to the MVP to discuss the NBA restart and more. You know you could find me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. You could find Max on Instagram at Max underscore Van underscore Auken. That's M-A-X underscore V-A-N underscore A-U-K-E-N. Let's get into it. Boom. And we are live. I am joined by Andrew Combo Salop from Combo's Court. How's it going, Combo? How are you living today? It's going well, man. You know, the NBA is back. I'm on the Max Van Alken podcast, a.k.a. the MVP. Yes, sir. Everything is good, Max. Everything is good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I actually, today, a little dab into the personal life. I almost got a chess piece today. Almost did it. but You almost did what? Almost got a chess piece today because, obviously, in my career, it's not going to be exposed. It's not going to be on my arm or anything like that. But chest is, is like, it's obviously not exposed. I can put a shirt over it. It's professional. But I almost I was literally this close. I was in the shop. Um, and I still may get one, but I was supposed to get it today. Didn't get it. Wait, a tattoo? Yeah, man. Chess piece. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm the wrong person to talk about tattoos because I have none, and I will never get one. But, that, you know, oh. Max, whatever floats your boat, man. See, you know, now, get it done. I'm know? not a big tattoo guy. Once. Yeah, I'm not a big tattoo guy. I'm not, I mean, I'm a very picky person in general. My food, just with movies, I'm picky. Like, I, I really am. So to make sure it's, like, just the exact way I want it, it, it takes a process. But now let me ask you a question. Why don't you have any tattoos? I just like my body the way it is. I dig I it. Say. Yeah, yeah. I just I just like the way that God made me. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I appreciate myself, Max. Um, no, I have nothing against it, though. If, you know, if somebody feels like, you know, they're motivated to get one and they you know a good message is always great i think so if it has something to do with that uh, i'm not against it at all but um not for me not for me right yeah no i i 100 get that um that's that's how a lot of my family views it as well but anyway so yeah the nba yeah. is back um there's just so much to get into and there's so much uh different opinions different takes and one thing i promised myself combo i'm like okay Max, do not be a prisoner of the moment. This is one game. If the Clippers win, okay. If the Lakers win, okay. Take a breath. There's certain things you can look for. There's certain things you can take away. Uh, but don't be a prisoner of the moment too much. Lou's not playing. Montrez Harrell's not playing. Then, of course, we have the Pelicans-Utah game. Um, so, first of all, just from the NBA standpoint, just from watching it on television, we've talked about it before, and now we finally get to see the product. There's no fans. Um, I think Chris Bosh is actually one of the screens. Um what, yeah, right. <laughs> what was your uh, takeaway just as far as the landscape of everything and how the NBA was able to pull that off? I liked it. You know, uh, the camera angles were great. The basketball was high intensity. It was sloppy at some times. Guys are rusty. But I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was great. 
Um, it was good seeing LeBron and Kawhi and PG-13 and all these. And Anthony Davis, as we, we mentioned last podcast, uh, at least I did. I don't want to speak for you, Max. That There's no answers for that guy, right? All I right. mean, he's just he's just different. And there's going to be no answers for him with the Clippers. And I think that's a big separating factor between those two teams. Like, that's why I think the Lakers have the edge. They won yesterday, and I think they would win the series. So. Yeah, man, it's just it's good to see the NBA back. I think they did a great job, and uh, it looks like it's working so far. You know, you know, I was about to say I really enjoyed the whole thing. Like, just I mean, obviously you want fans, but even without fans, I wasn't like, oh man, this is just not the same. I I never had that feeling. I'm like, the, like you said, the camera angles were great. Um, I think the NBA did the best they could possibly do with the circumstances that they're under. So I thought they pulled it off terrifically. Like they've just passed everything you could want with watching this. Um, but before we dive into the Lakers Clippers, because I agree with you, I do still have the Lakers winning that series, Utah Jazz Pelicans. And I keep hearing people uh, very frustrated that Zion's on limited minutes. Kind of reminded me when you watch the last, I'm rewatching The Last Dance actually on Netflix, and when they just had Jordan with limited minutes, and he was so frustrated. And I, there's a lot of people who just say, just play Zion Williamson, just play him. This is what he's, this is what he wants to do. Do you think it's a smart thing because he is coming off of an injury, or you would say just play Zion because these eight games really do matter for them? Yeah, it's interesting because he could have played those last seconds, right? Yeah. Uh, one could say that the chances are low of him getting injured in those last seconds, but if he does get injured in those last seconds, some people might lose their jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, uh, he's safe. He's still healthy. He's playing. He played very well. I understand why they didn't play him, but I could understand from a fan's view why they were upset. And he could have been the difference maker. He probably would have been the difference maker with the way that guy plays, right? Yeah. Um, I was interested. I, I thought, I mean, it's an interesting dynamic. You know, you want to balance having a guy on your team actually play because what's the point of having a guy if he's not playing? Right. But what's in the best interest of the long-term goals of the team? So you have to balance all that, but I thought it was really interesting. He played really well in the time that he was in, right? No, 100%. Now, here's my thing. Zion Williamson's going to play the way Zion Williamson plays. Whether he's healthy uh, a year from now, he's just the, his style of play with his size and that weight, he's prone to have injuries because that's just how explosive he is. You're not meant to be that big and that explosive. Um, but no one knows their body better than the person themselves. And if he feels like he's right. ready to play, and obviously he could be – just, hey, I'm fine, even though he may not be fine because he just really wants to get out there. But if he's had the proper recovery, proper training, he's cleared by the doctors, and he wants to play, I, I, Mike, I lean towards play him, especially because I feel like the NBA, in a weird way, adjusted this whole format towards Zion. I feel like they want them to go to the playoffs. I feel like that's why instead of just the eight seeds play, going to the playoffs – there's an opportunity for them to get in. They didn't have to do that. So, like, when you have those close games, like, would it really kill Zion to play those 20 seconds? I don't think it would. I, me, personally, I think we need to see Zion play. But to your point, I'm sure there are plenty of things behind closed doors where jobs are on the line. You can't play him. So I, I do understand that dynamic. I really do. Yeah, you know, he just was out the bubble for a little bit. His conditioning might not be right. That's part of it. I'm sure going forward, he'll, he will play more minutes. Right. Now, I was actually really impressed with Brandon Ingram. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm an Ingram guy, yeah. and I know yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Me too. It was a yeah. tough miss, but that was a great look, right? Like they, they ended the game the way they should. I'll live with those results. He created space. He had a great look. He was on fire all game. 
Were you happy with the way they orchestrated their offense towards the end of the game? Yeah, I'm with it. You know, you want Brandon Ingram with the ball. Um, Lonzo wasn't shooting it too well, even though, you know, I'm a, I'm a Lonzo supporter right. and I think he's going to be a great player. You know, they could have went with Drew Holiday, but Brandon Ingram is their go-to guy. So, you know, they got a shot. Brandon Ingram got the shot and uh, it just didn't go in. But I think it was the right play for them. Right. No, I agree. And then obviously the Lakers Clippers. Um, how – okay, this is – I've said Kyle Kuzma – P.J. Tucker, and I say Chris Middleton are the three most important players in the playoffs. Doesn't mean they're the best. Obviously, LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, Luka, those guys are better than those. Um, but just for their team success, we know what we're getting with X-factors. LeBron. Yeah, yeah, we know what we're getting with LeBron AD. But when we And you said Danny Green, and I'm like, man, that's perfect. I just think Danny Green's more reliable. I trust him. I know he's going to show up. He's a champion. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Kuzma... Last night he delivered. Like I feel like he. Yes. Everyone's going to see LeBron lock up at the end. Um, AD's th- what thirty four points, but Kyle Kuzma to me was the difference maker because those sixteen points were so crucial and his defense was tremendous. Um, for you, do you think we're going to get that type of performance from him consistently, or do you think this is just a okay? He's kind of spiking now. He's going to dip later. Do you think we'll see this more often from Kyle Kuzma? I think we will see it often. Um, you know, it, it's an empty gym. I think he'll be all right in there. And uh, I think experience doesn't matter as much in this bubble because there are no fans. So I think younger guys might have an advantage in that way because I think the experience factor, while it's always important, might not be as important right. in a situation like this with no fans. Um, you know, KCP, if he comes up big, that's another X factor. Yep. And Danny Green, you know... As I said, I think he's an X-Factor, and I always thought he was the X-Factor. If he knocks down threes, it creates spacing for AD and LeBron. But uh, you're right, man. Kuzma's up there as one of the, as one of the biggest X-Factors, and I, I think it's going to be big time if he shows up like he did last night. He really did show up, man. Yeah, he, he did. He was really good in that game. He did. Yeah. And, and now, okay, let's just say um, going forward, let's just advance. Let's just say for somehow, some way, they both make the playoffs, Western Conference Finals, or whatever round they would play each other. We have Lou Will. We have Montrezl Harrell playing. Do you, how different will that game be with their presence there? Because obviously they didn't play. Do you see it? Because one thing I always said is, okay, you can have a stacked team, but that's taking away from other people when you have a stacked team. When you have players missing, other players are going to step up and play a little bit more than they normally do. So everything always ends up balancing out. Um, so for you, when they come back, do you see this? How is this Clippers team looking? Is it going to be even more challenging for the Lakers? Or, the, or is the chemistry going to be off for the Clippers? What's what's going to happen when they come back? Well, I, I'm sure they have their plans already, you know, already solidified. But it is a hard – there are some hard decisions for Coach Doc Rivers, right, when you have all those options. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers kind of know who they're going with. Um, there's a lot of options for the Clippers. But, man, none of, nobody who's returning is going to stop – an AD domination. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, like they lack rim protection. I've talked about that in the past. They yep. had a joke him no, which was a good move. Um, I don't think he changes things that much, but he's a veteran, a smart player. He does add some rim protection, but Montrez Harrell doesn't really add rim protection, even though he, he's underrated offensively. And he, I guess some could argue he's the sixth man of the year. I really like his game. I don't think he really changes things to the biggest factor of them all that AD is just a mismatch for them, you know? And obviously the Lakers have the, who I think is the best player in the world. I don't think 
Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams changed that. Yeah. No, that, that that's true. So you're Doc and you're the Clippers and you know, okay, when we play the Lakers, it's going to be LeBron. He's going to orchestrate. He's going to facilitate. It's going to be AD the first three quarters. LeBron's going to turn it up in the fourth. I, I, it's almost like you know what the combination is going to be when, like, before they throw it. But like you said, I don't think they have a solution for it. They may know the game plan, but you can't just lock up Anthony Davis, no matter if you know it's coming or not. Yeah, it's the KD thing all over again. Like, even if you double KD, he shoots right over. I mean, AD is not as perimeter savvy as I as uh, as I'll state, but uh, he's not as perimeter savvy as KD. But man, it's kind of like just the same thing. Like, there's really nothing you could do with AD, and he proved it last night. And I don't even think that was his best performance, and he had like 34 points, you know? Scary. I think he should get even better from here as he gets more comfortable. Yeah, it's it's scary. It's absolutely scary. Now, yeah. I think tonight we have Houston and Dallas. Um, this podcast will be out tomorrow morning, so obviously we're, we're recording this before the game is played. What are your expectations for Luka? Because um, we saw the scrimmages. You're a big Luka guy. Um, it's a very young and talented roster, Porzingis. Uh, what is your what are your expectations? Do you think they're going to shock a couple people, or you're just excited to see them play, type of thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm excited to see Luca play. I think they will win this game, but it's so hard to tell when you're playing against the Rockets because they're a high variance team. They could beat anybody. Right. They could lose to anybody. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see Luca play, who I think is a future MVP. And honestly, Porzingis could be a future MVP as well. So yeah. I'm excited to see to see those two. I don't know if they're they're not. There's not enough around them yet to win a championship, but anything could happen, man. In this crazy bubble, right? <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, Denver even has a chance. I think. Who knows, man? It's crazy. I would say Lakers have the highest chance, but anything could happen in this bubble. So it may seem like an obvious answer, but just just curious. So you think Luca's the type of guy where he's he could be the number one option to win a championship, right? Like, there's a lot of talented oh, yeah. guys where. Like right now, it's like Zion or Ingram. Whose team is it? Who do you go with? Can you really build around Zion or can you build around Ingram? Luca, it's like it's a no brainer. Like this could be the number one guy on a number one team. Yeah, Luca, it's a no brainer. And a lot of times when you're building around a guy, people like to ask if can you build around that guy and win a championship. A lot of that depends on how you build around them, right? Right. Um, so. I think Luca is a guy that you could definitely build a team around to win a championship. Also, he has KP with him, which who knows? You could probably build around KP and win a championship. You have both of them together. You do need multiple all-NBA-type players to win championships these days, it seems like. Uh, yeah, I definitely think Luca is a guy that you can win a championship with. Is he there yet? I don't know, but he'll definitely be there soon if he's not there right now. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I saw, um, just very quickly, I saw that you mentioned uh, the Roy Jones-Mike Tyson on your Instagram. Uh, is, right. that, is that a fight you're excited for? Are you going to tune in for it, or do you think it's kind of ridiculous? I do think it's ridiculous, as <laughs> Jason Jones of The Athletics said he doesn't want to see them get hurt, and I totally agree with him. I just don't want to see anybody get hurt. But I think nobody's giving Roy Jones Jr. a chance at all. I mean... <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. retired two years ago. Mike yep. retired, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. What's going on, Max? I mean, you're the fight guy. You're the fight expert in this conversation. Tell me what you think about it. All right. I got a fun story for you. So okay. I've met Roy Jones Jr. Um, okay. And, and his last fight was at Island Fights. And they, he's kind of a part of the part owner of it. 
And I used to commentate for island fights, and I used to interview the fighters. So it's it's boxing and MMA. That's dope, Max. Yeah. And his last fight was the event that – I started the event after his last fight. But I know a lot of people and a lot of fighters who were there for his last fight, and they said, you don't understand how talented he is and how good in shape he still is in. Like there's an iconic picture of him looking at the camera, but he's jabbing the guy in the face while he's looking at the camera. Like completely yeah. just – it's a no-look punch and lands clean right on the guy's jaw. And I met Roy. Max, when I Max, when I first went overseas, right, to play basketball, yeah. I used to watch Roy Jones Jr. highlights over and over again <laughs> on YouTube. He's nasty. I'm not, I, I'm, not the, I, I'm not as knowledgeable about fighting as you are, but that's one thing I did do. I went on YouTube and I watched Roy Jones Jr. fights. Not fights, highlights, I should say. And I definitely seen him in full fights as well because I remember him going up in the ranks. Yeah, uh, you know he went through. I think did he fight Ruiz? In, in, yes, I believe so. Yes, yes, and I think he beat him. I remember watching that whole fight. But his he's such an underrated YouTube watch. Like he he's ridiculous, man. He I but did proceed, man. I, yeah, I did a list. Uh, leap off screen talented a while ago, and I said Roy Jones Jr., Anderson Silva, Michael Vick, and Allen Iverson are the four people that are the most talented in all their sports. May not they're not the greatest. But the most talented. How about Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson's up there. Yeah, that's enough. That's a great one. And it's just like just the type of talent that you can't even describe. And Roy Jones yeah. Jr. is that. And he's the Anderson Silva of MMA for boxing. And it's just to your point, and I 1,000% agree with you, Mike Tyson's the bigger name. He's obviously he fought at heavyweight, so he was bigger at the time when they both competed. Um, but a lot of people are sleeping on Roy Jones Jr. And I don't think they're actually competing to knock each other out, which favors – Roy Jones Jr. Because Roy Jones Jr. isn't just a specialized knockout artist. He's a stick and move. He's a little more technical. Uses the jab a lot more. So to your point, I 1,000% agree with you. Uh, people aren't even giving Roy Jones the thought, and I think he has a great chance. I don't hear any arguments. Like I don't even hear like, but you know you guys are sleeping on Roy Jones. Like I don't hear any of it, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, and the thing is, you mentioned it too. He's competed like two years ago. So, yeah. And the thing with him is... Ring rust is a thing. Anything that you don't do for a long time is a thing. Like, if you didn't drive for 15 years and you went to start driving, you'd be like, oh, this feels kind of weird. Like, you'd probably slam the gas a little bit more than you should and it's like because it's sensitive. Or if you didn't play basketball for 15 years and you played, guarantee you your shot's probably not where you thought it was originally. Because anything you do for that long, you take time off, you're going to have rust. And so right. I just think as B- uh, Mike Tyson's a monster. I think he's in great shape. But that is a real, real thing. And I know a lot of people don't think it is or it's a theory or it's a myth. I think if you take time from – if I took a time from podcasting for 15 years and I picked up the mic, there's probably going to be a lot more ums. Um, It's just not going to be as fluid. It's not going to be as natural. I just think that comes with anything. But uh, I just wanted to get your take on that because I I thought that was so interesting that you said that because I'm like, man, I agree with Combo right here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's – I don't know. I just I find it so crazy that like nobody's even giving him a chance. <laughs> I, I find know. that crazy. Yeah, you man. know I understood why nobody gave Conor McGregor a chance against Floyd. Like that makes right. sense. Right. You know? I could see it. I could see it just because Floyd was the best boxer in the world, and, and Conor never boxed. Know, Conor is yeah, like that. But Conor actually did better than people thought. Think right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He did better than people thought. Now. A lot of people yeah. think that Floyd was toying with him. Either Connor Connor did a spectacular job, considering that's his professional debut in boxing. <laughs> so, right. yeah. 
Combo, I appreciate you, man. Is there anything else that jumped out at you with the NBA? Anything that people need to look out for? Any players, teams, anything else? Um, Man, I think Karis LeVert is... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like that he is in a situation that he will score a lot of points. I mean, they don't have too many other, you know, go-to type players playing with them right now. Um, Everybody knows who they're missing. So I... I always said that I think that he will be top five in scoring. He only had 17 tonight, which I just saw. So, Karras, man, pick it up so you can get my, you know, predictions <laughs> going, man. But shouts to Karras, you know. But, nah, uh, I- I'm looking forward to seeing this NBA restart. We've seen a little bit of it. It's it's incredible. I think they're doing a great job. Um, I'm happy for it. And, Max, man, you know what, Max? We have to ask the listeners if we were to start a show – I'm not saying we are starting a show. What would be the name of it? So where do you think the best place to send those suggestions would be? I don't know. Your Instagram stories probably are the best in the game. So your Instagram oh, story. Oh, man, I appreciate that, Max. No, seriously. Thanks, like man. your Instagram story, it's, it's like I wake up and that's on my agenda. Like I have to view it because I'm like, oh, man, I don't know the answer to that one. Let me think about that during the day. I may go back and vote. Like you, you are able to ask such interesting questions and it makes me think throughout the whole day. Like that whole Lonzo Lamelo ah. thing had me think for so long because there's so many ways to look at it. Like I'm like, all right, Lamelo's more talented, but will he have a better career than Lonzo, who I think will fit in a lot of systems? And I love Lonzo's game. So like, there's just so many ways to approach your questions. I think that would be a great one. Of course, Twitter. Um, any way we can throw it at him. You know, I kind of want to do a like a Floyd Mayweather thing. Just just constantly throw jabs. Just constantly throw it in their face. We need a name for the podcast, though, Max. So we need to let the listeners know where they could send those names. I don't know. They could DM you. They could DM me. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You know, I appreciate that. Um, but the reason I ask questions, there's two reasons, Max. There's two reasons. One is because I'm a podcaster. Right. Right. And the second is to provoke thought. So I'm glad I did that for you, and I hope I could do that for everybody, you know? Oh, you certainly do. Because, like I said, there are questions yeah. where I'm like, man, I haven't even thought about that type of question. So, and it makes me think, and I appreciate that. I try to do the same with uh, my podcast, just make people think. So on that note, then if we were to wrap it up, people want to DM you like, Oh man, Max Van Auken combos court. I got an idea. Where can they find you? Instagram, Twitter, listen to your podcast, all of the above. Yeah. DM, DM us with some names. Uh, the four point line. I like that one. I don't know, Max, we'll figure it out. Though, man. We will figure it out. What's your Instagram? <laughs> What's your Twitter? My Instagram is actually, you know what? Inst- Twitter is a lot better with the NBA back. I'm not as big of a Twitter guy as you or right. Rashad or Zach is, but I got a little involved last night and I thought it was pretty cool with the back. I'm Combos Court on Twitter, C O M B O S C O U R T. And you know you can find me on Instagram at 1 2 Combo. That's O N E T W O C O M B O. And Combos Court, man. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever. You listen to podcast, Max. I appreciate your time, man. Continue uh, grinding in both the podcast world and in life. And like I said, like always, I always appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Anytime, Max. Anytime. All right. Have a good one, my man. Talk soon, bro. Hey, there it is. Thank you to everyone who listens to Combos Court across the globe. And big shouts to Max for having me back on his platform go subscribe to the max van Auken podcast aka the mvp you know you can find me on instagram at one two combo that's O N E 
T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. And don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combos Court. Be on the lookout for episode 186. Combo out.